Hey there, fiends, and welcome back to That Horror Witch Podcast. This is Christy, your host, and today we're going to be talking about mental illness and the movie St. Maud. So, I want to ask, why are us horror nerds so drawn towards the genre? It's the blood the way it makes your heart race. I know for me, it's many things. It's an escape from the horrors of everyday life, of what we see on the news, everyday tragedies, worrying about how to pay bills, tending to your own mental well-being when we really have no control over the economy, and the real horrors that haunt my mind with my own traumas that I've dealt with. So how easily my brain can transport me back to my own personal hell from a simple smell or a song alone and as much as I try to mentally move forward my body doesn't know that I'm no longer in a certain circumstance and quite frankly it would make Freddy Krueger himself shit himself so welcome to my nightmares. So while trying to find something to watch as per always, I stumbled upon the 2019's St. Maud. Um, it's directed by Rose Glass and Maud is played by Welsh actress Morvid Clark and she's done some other dark films and TV shows. She's been in the movie Crawl, she's been in the miniseries Dracula, in Madame Bovary, and most recently in the prime video series, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Saint Maud is about a young woman, she's in her mid-twenties, who is a live-in nurse who happens to be, well not necessarily a live-in nurse, she's just an everyday carer more so. So she's highly religious and I believe of the Christian variety. <laughs> so she dresses kind of plain and while she prays she seems to think that she internally is speaking with God in her own personal way. Like, she actually can hear the voice of God. Um, she's one of those pious types who thinks she's got this direct line between herself and her higher power. So she works for this retired dancer and slash actress named Amanda, played by Jennifer Eel, known for Pride and Prejudice miniseries Zero Dark Thirty and Contagion. So Amanda is dying of cancer and Maud is there to help take care of her and they're polar opposites where Maud is the meek and mild type, Amanda is described as lost in Maud's eyes. Amanda smokes, she swears, she's sexually liberated, she loves to party. They seem to not get on well at first until Amanda joins her in a prayer. Which is hurting now. It has done so many wonderful things. And bless her mind, which is shrouded in darkness. And reach out to her like you did to me. Amen. And from there, they, or at least... Maud is convinced that they get visited by God himself. Like, Maud has this full body experience, this very euphoric. And I couldn't tell during the scene whether Amanda was just kind of humoring her to be nice, or if she was kind of making fun of her, or just kind of like going through the motions to just, I don't know, I guess have a experience with Maud. I don't know. So, Maud thinks She's finally gotten through to Amanda until she decides to throw a party for her birthday and Amanda calls out Maud for being jealous and controlling in front of everyone at this party. So, Carol, how 
did you and Mandy meet? We met online. Ah, so now you have a menage a trois. Hardly. Maude doesn't like Carol. Funny, I can't figure out if she's a bigot or if she's just jealous. You know she went sneaking behind my back to try to scare Carol away. To save my soul, if I understand correctly. Excuse me. Don't run away, I'm talking to you. Maud is my savior, you see. She's been looking out for me in more ways than mine, but you got a little carried away, didn't you? So what is it? Am I indecent? And from there, Amanda gets slapped in the face by Maud, and then, of course, she's promptly fired for that. So, Maud then feels like she's lost her life's purpose, and little by little, she starts to descend into partially sinning and self-harm for penance. And she starts to go out to pubs, she gets drunk, she has sex, basically acting out, and we see that she's just an incredibly lonely young woman and possibly used her job as a way to hide that part of herself. She wouldn't have time to focus on how lonely she was. So she starts to question her faith if she's being punished somehow and why since she's always been so devoted. And so after this sinning, she starts to have delusions that she has to pay for straying and prove that she's a loyal believer. Again. I did everything, everything that I changed, didn't I? I thought I did what you told me to do, didn't I? Please, please don't let me fall. I'm begging you. I'll do anything. Please, guide And so she hurts her hand and she thinks it's a sign from God. She puts thumbtacks in her shoes and walks back and forth on this pier. And she makes a holy looking robe out of a bedsheet. And we don't know as an audience what her ultimate goal is. We just have to sit back and watch her descent into madness. And I felt sorry for her, honestly. Seeing her struggle with her once strongly held beliefs, being so incredibly isolated that no one can get her the help that she needs. And so she ends up stalking and murdering her former patient, believing her to be an actual demon or Satan himself. And since we're viewing this from Maud's point of view, we don't know if this is all just in her head, like in American Psycho. We see ourselves at the end of the film where Maud is so visually, emotionally beaten down and just mentally gone. She walks herself to a beach with a concoction of flammable liquids in a water jug and she sets herself ablaze despite protests from onlookers. And she feels that this is her last hope to be free, get her wings for saintlyhood. And yeah, as the onlookers 
see her setting herself on fire and that's what we're left with is Maud engulfed in flames and then you see the reality for a split moment that no, she actually does feel the pain and everything because, of course, her body's going to realize what the fuck is going on. And so she feels like she's finally reached her saintlyhood. And I overall very much loved this one, even though it was sad to watch someone mentally fall completely apart. It happens every single day, people suffering in silence, especially the lonely, maybe people who have been super religious and then lost their faith somehow, some way. I did want to see a little bit more of comparison between what was actually happening juxtaposed to her delusions and like what we see in the movie Voices or Maniac, that the realness of it and how disturbing it is just to see how far gone and away from reality she actually is. We get little snippets here and there, kinda, but I just would've liked to see a little bit more of that. That's literally my only complaint, if I had to think of one. So, you know, it's that whole thought process of making one believe that pain is love and you have to earn that love through your suffering. And, you know, it's just it's heartbreaking. But it is also very fascinating to watch. It's, I don't know, I guess it's more realistic out of all the uh, possession films that I've seen. I've seen quite a few. I know we've talked about Stigmata before. That one was a lot more cheesy. But this one is just so fascinating as it is depressing. And, you know, it's just... Uh, it, it really made me feel like I just watched... Well, not maybe as depressed as watching Requiem for a Dream, you know, especially with the mother story, but pretty close, just, you know, feeling really bad for Maud, honestly. So, you know, I love horror, of course. I consider myself an atheist, but I do enjoy films like this where someone starts out being a true believer, like I said, pious and everything, and dedicating their entire life to this and then have it come crashing down and having that be their very demise, the slow descent into madness and seeing someone fall apart and crumble. So you can find this feel-good romp on Paramount Plus, Sling, Prime, and YouTube. It was on Shutter and unfortunately it's no longer there. I do want to hunt it down to own it because I want to watch it several, several times. It's such a well done movie. It's, I, I guess you would consider it an indie, indie film, but it is just, the writing is just impeccable. The acting by the cast, fucking incredible. So give this one a watch. It's called Saint Maud and have a good night fiends. Bye! Just a reminder, fiends, if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode and you want to support this channel, you can feel free to donate any amount you like to the listener support button. Thanks and have a good one.